You're listening to The Gospel Underground, the only podcast that helps to develop artists for musical excellence and ministry propulsion. It features guests and tips that help empower artists to manage the business of music while being effective ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm your host, Janice Levine. So let's get this show started. Today on the show, we have Keandra Lockett. Keandra Lockett is a soulful, inspirational artist with the fervor for kingdom building. Keandra is one of the original members of the group Zyel and shares the accomplishment of two-time Stella Award nominee. Keandra loves God and is a ready pen for his use through the gift of songwriting. Keandra's writing skills can be heard on Kiara Sheard's lead EP, on which she co-wrote Make Me Better. She also co-wrote Yeah Aha for Brianna Bobineau. In addition to writing for other artists, Keandra wrote State of Emergency on Zyel's album, Pronounced Zyel. State of Emergency reached top 15 on Billboard. In October 2016, Keandra inked a toy deal with the Kenya doll brand, making Lockett the first gospel artist to ever ink a deal with an ethnic brand. As an entrepreneur, in January of 2018, Keandra launched an athleisure wear line of clothing, Jolie Noir, along with her sister, celebrity stylist, Kimberly Lockett. Keandra has shared the stage with artists such as Yolanda Adams, Karen Clark, Karen Clark, <laughs> Kiera Sheard, the Clark sisters, LaVray, Ty Tribbett, Kirk Franklin, Mary Mary, The Walls Group, Alexis Spite, and so many more. Her newly released album, The Heal, yielded Lockett positive results on Billboard Current Gospel Albums Chart at number nine, Billboard Top 50 Christian and Gospel at 42, and Billboard Top New Artist All Genres at 109. Welcome to the Gospel Underground, Keandra. Hey, hey. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it is such a pleasure to have you on here. We started the interview, uh, and before we started the interview, we talked a little bit, and like I said, I have been kind of internet stalking you just a little bit. <laughs> you know, when I see people that I'm inspired by, you know, I like to know more. So thank God for the wow. internet, you know, and I just yeah. uh, looked you up and I've been following you actually since way back when you were with, with Zyel. So wow, um, thank you. Yeah. So I read your bio, but I would love for you to go ahead and give us a little bit more. Tell us a little bit more about you, fill in any gaps and um, tell us who is Keandra Lockett. Okay, well, um, I am just a, a country girl who loves country cooking and just just have fun. And no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I do love all that. those things, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, I um I'm just you know just a simple girl. You know, I I love flashy and beautiful things, but at the same time, you know, I love chilling at home and being a homebody and and still you know yet living my life, but. I'm just a regular, normal girl. You know, we see a lot of artists and we think, oh, they're, you know, they're either bougie or, you know, um, out of reach, out of touch. You know, they're too busy or special. And I, I, I ain't nothing like that. You know, I'm just chilling <laughs> and I just love working hard and, um, you know, working on great things and producing great things, which is why you have this whole list of stuff in this bio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I got more too. <laughs> <laughs> but um you know at the same time like I said I, I just I love working and and just you know producing great things and um yeah I'm just I'm just excited about my life I'm excited about everything that God is doing you know the highs the lows everything 
Absolutely. And you should be excited. You've done some amazing things, some things that you should certainly be proud of. But before we go into that other list that I have, which girl, you know, I've been doing my research now. (laughs) Before we go into that, um, take us back to the beginning and tell you, tell us how you got your start in gospel music. What kind of church did you come up in? Just give us the rundown. Okay. Well, uh, I am Baptist. I used to attend uh, the Bright Star Baptist Church in Shreveport, Louisiana. So I grew up um, not really there, but I, I did grow up in church. I'm I'm an army brat, so um, my dad and I, and our, our whole family, my sister and my mom as well, we traveled uh, the country because, of course, my dad was in the army, and so um, I just got a chance to, you know, see uh, the world a little bit more, um, you know, through a different lens and and things like that, and so um, I, I'm 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 a kind of kind of cultured just a little bit <laughs> so I know a little bit more than you know just the home front you know so um I got a chance to travel and do things like that um you know again I just I, I'm excited about my life and I love you know where I'm headed and um because of you know the upbringing that I had which was from a strong Christian home um you know anything that is uh, negative or, or, or whatever, um, any of those things that have happened or come up in my life. Cause along with the, the, the good things, the positivity and even the Christian upbringing, mm-hmm. you know, you have the negative things, you know, the enemy tries to come in with whatever, you know, to throw you off, um, course from getting to where it is that God would have you to go, um, as it relates to your destiny. Things happen, you know, and so I've not always lived, um, a, 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 a great, you know, a, a great Christian life, you know, and none of us have, but I thank God for his grace. And I also thank God for his word, which, you know, it redirects us from the crooked path to the straight and narrow, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. Absolutely. So how did you get your start in gospel music? Uh, my start in gospel music, um, of course, was with Zael. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if anybody knows the group Zael, um, I, um, oh, girl, please. They, a, know, they know. We all know, child. We remember that. <laughs> my living brain. We remember that. So, uh-uh, don't even play that. We remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, yay. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, I started with the Gruzael at age 14. And, um, yeah, things just moved on from, you know, from there. Um, I had an uncle who lives in Corona, uh, California. And he approached me asking me if I would, you know, sign to his label. And I told him, no, I have a group of girls that I sing with. I would love for you to hear them. And uh, one Sunday he came to the church. We sang for him and he had never, um, you know, like been to church consistently. So he came that Sunday. We sang for him and he cried. And my Aunt Dottie was saying how that's his wife, how, you know, he never cries. He never is emotional as it relates to, you know, the things of church and and Jesus, because she is a churchgoer. And when you see things like that, it's like, yeah, this is supposed to be, this is meant to be. And that was one of the moments that really, you know, helped me to know that, yeah, that was meant to be. Zael was meant to be. And so it was also a catalyst for me and where I am right now. So I blessed God for that platform and, and that start. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful that I'm, I'm here today. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And Zael was just amazing. I remember yeah. it's my living in vain. But also, um, a couple of years back, I had the opportunity to attend the uh, BMI Gospel Trailblazers in Atlanta. Oh. Um, and I remember you girls, you did a tribute to the Pay Sisters. Yeah. And, you know, I wasn't down front like y'all, but where I was, everybody <laughs> was just like, what in the, who is oh, wow. that? You know what I mean? Wow. Like, y'all... You know, they say gospel singers have to know how to sing, right? They say, you can't mm-hmm. be gospel singer, I know how to sing. But y'all sangs, okay? Aww. Like, y'all <laughs> in. The range and just the quality of your voices are just so amazing. So I really, wow. really uh, love Zyel. Um, Thank you. The, the last album that you guys did, pronounced Zyel. I remember I used to work out to that album. I used to go in, honey. Oh. <laughs> my little fitness journey i need to get back to it but you know beautiful (laughs) listen just being honest you know um the chemistry was beautiful and just everything your voices were just ridiculous so i want to know what happened to zyle are you guys broken up are you on hiatus are you guys going to come back together at some point what's going on with that okay well um the group is definitely disbanded or or has disbanded rather Mm -hmm. and um at this present time, I know as it relates to me and the different things that I'm doing, um, I want to make sure that the message is clear for me, that what God is doing through me as it relates to ministry, my career, um, and all those things that, you know, I am, I'm going to be consistent with this, you know. And I think for us to come back together at this juncture would kind of... Um, show something totally different than that. And I've always been a stickler about that, like making sure that you put out the correct messages as it relates to branding, as it relates to um, whatever it is, you know, ministry, all those things. And so I know that uh, some people were kind of hurt by, it, you know, people who support and loved our music, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, just got to make sure that, you know, we continue on, um, you know, uh, consistently doing what it is that we're doing now because again we don't want to throw any mixed signals or you know anything like that um the way the group disbanded was um two of the girls uh decided that you know that they wanted to um you know do their own thing and uh here we are now you know and it's it's something that you know in the beginning i was like oh well i kind of wanted this to you know continue on. I wanted to stick it out, but God knows best, you know, and I think that he definitely has his hand on, uh, on each of us mm-hmm. and, uh, every endeavor that, you know, we pursue, he's got his hand on that as well. And, um, I'm, I'm grateful for that platform again, you know, cause uh, like I said, it was the catalyst for, you know, where I am, who I am right now. And had I not had that platform, um, I wouldn't be here today. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's funny because earlier you said that um, your uncle wanted to sign you, but um, Uh you said, no, I sing with these girls and, you know, let's do it together. Um, So like, I guess my question is, was going solo something? um, Well, I guess I answered my own question. Well, how how was the transition from being in the group to going solo? Because I know originally you wanted to be in a group. So mm-hmm. it, it right. looks like God had a plan. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to say what God is doing, but just the way you told the story, it just seems like you know, originally yeah. you were going to be solo because you know, but you decided to 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 come with the group. So how was that transition going from 
uh, being asked to do something solo and then going mm -hmm. with the group and then ultimately becoming a solo artist again. Right. Well, the thing about that is when the Lord, he knows, you know, what he's doing. He knows what he wants. Mm -hmm. And uh, at that time, you know, it wasn't time for that. You know, the group had really just just gotten started, really, you know, when my uncle approached me. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I obviously even even knew then, even as a teenager, you know, everything comes in its perfect timing. And being mm -hmm. a solo artist, I wasn't ready for that, you know. Uh, I felt like I wasn't ready uh, three years ago, but the Lord said, ah, 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 not this time, boo, you ready. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, you know, there's safety in numbers. And uh, I say this all the time. Everybody asks me in interviews, you know, um, about this. The safety is, is in the numbers. And um, I had that safety net um, with the girls, you know, on stage with me, the way we approached songs together, the camaraderie, all of that, you know, if I could depend on them now, um, well, no, Jesus is first, but, you know, mm -hmm. still now I'm on a stage, you know, by myself and God is definitely with me, but it just really makes me know that, um, there's a major responsibility in my hands alone and it, it makes you take care of that responsibility a little bit more even, you know? Absolutely. Um, so, I think, uh, if anything, it's really helped me to um, really be able to pay attention to all the details as it relates to ministry, what God has called me to do. And uh, I want to make sure that I do that for the Lord. Absolutely. You know, we are all about ministry with the gospel underground. So um, I love mm -hmm. that. I absolutely love that. So um, I would love to know who inspires you because you have such a unique voice and a beautiful and a just unusual sound. So I would love to know, like, what um, other vocalists do you listen to and that inspire you? I'm glad you said that because <laughs> I've had so many comparisons to other really? artists in which it ain't no problem at all because the artists that they compare me to can really sign signs. So I'm really happy about like that. Anybody right now. Honestly, I'm glad you said that. Though. I don't know. I really don't. Like, and that's why that's I'm not the intent. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I know. You know, you want to be your own person. You want to be your own artist. Yeah. I honestly don't think that you sound like anybody out or nobody sounds like you now. That's why I'm like, who does she listen to? Because her voice is different. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I listen to uh, all of the artists that they do mention um, that I sound like. Uh, I, I love Karen Clark Sheard. I love Kim Burrell. Mm -hmm. um, top five would be the two of them, Miley Cyrus. Yes. Um, <laughs> Ella Fitzgerald. I love her voice as well. And um, I love uh, Jasmine Sullivan, you know. But um, the thing about it is that I, I listen to them. But at the same time, I want to make sure that I'm yet doing, you know, my own thing. I love their Absolutely. approach to, you know, to music. I love their skill. I, I love how they're just so good at what they do. So, yeah, I listen to it. But, um, you know, you can still learn a lot from, you know, uh, from them and yet do your own thing, present your own thing. And that's what I try to do. Absolutely. You do that so well. Um, it's Thank funny you. that you mentioned, you're welcome. It's funny that you mentioned uh, Ella because that makes so much sense. <laughs> and listening to some of the decisions that you make, it's just like, yeah. And the reason why I say that is because I'm a huge fan of all that old time kind of music. I love, yeah. I love Pearl Bailey, um, Dorothy Dandridge. Like I, I listen to a lot of that. <laughs> 
And I'm 31. Wow. So people are like, girl, oh, wow. you don't know yeah. that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so when I hear your voice, that's exactly what I hear. I hear that sound from back then. So that makes so much sense. Miley Cyrus is definitely a wild card. But I <laughs> have to say that, you know, aside from all the craziness, she has an incredible voice. She does. You cannot take that away from that girl. Oh she has goodness. been blessed with that talent. I mean, yes, it's amazing. Has. And when she sings, it's like you can feel the passion of of what she's singing. Like, and her voice is, oh my gosh, it's like butter. But yes. um, you can you can kind of hear a little bit of, of that um, inspiration on my song, Try. Yeah, I was going to so, say that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just I do. I love her voice. I really do. Yeah, you would never think she's a tiny little thing, but her voice is just yes. like crazy. It carries so well. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a movie that she was in a long time ago. I can't remember the the name of the movie, but she was singing in the movie, and I was like, "What is that really yeah. her voice?" Like I was so done. Right. <laughs> yeah, she's incredible. And Jasmine Sullivan makes a lot of sense too, because she she gives me a little bit of those Ella vibes as well. So yeah. I wonder who she's inspired by. Probably the same people. <laughs> but anyways, so you are an independent gospel artist. And let me just say, I am such an advocate for artists being independent. No shade to have <laughs> a deal or whatever. But I just think, you know, with the internet and with all these resources that are out there, why not? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So right. I would love to know, was that an intentional decision or were you seeking to sign a deal? You know, because you had... Um, a deal before with your group and all that good stuff. Was that intentional to be an independent artist? Well, uh, the intention for me is just to work. However right. that, um, however that pans out, whether I am with an, uh, uh, an independent label or, you know, working on my own as an independent, which, which is the independent label because I have my own independent label, but, right. or um, working with um, a national label and being a national artist, I just want to work. You know, and uh, however that looks, however it pans out, I'm gonna do it. You know, and I'm I'm all for independence, but I'm all for you know a national platform as well. What I'm yeah. mainly for is people, you know, really working hard and spreading the message of Christ, and um, you know, for like really working and doing different kinds of things that contribute to our industry because whatever each of us does, it's not necessarily for us alone. We mm-hmm. contribute this to the industry and it makes it go around, you know? And I really believe that. So um, whatever we do, it's never for us. So whether you're an independent or a national artist, just mm-hmm. work and work for this industry. Keep gospel music alive. Yes. <laughs> Please yes. keep it alive. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. You know, just putting in the work to do what God has called you to do by any means necessary. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what right. I'm hearing, by any means necessary. Yes, right. And- mm-hmm. Yeah, and truly, you have done that. So I told you I had another list, girl, of things, okay. you know. <laughs> and so I'm going to just run it down a little bit. You know, you have just done so much. And this is the main reason why I've kind of internet stalked you. And you know how, <laughs> and um, the main reason why I've, like, really admired what you do. So let me just run it down a little bit. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong on any of these things. Um, okay. Two mixtapes, Soul Couture yeah. 1 and 2. All right. Mm-hmm. An EP br- called Bring Me To. Yeah. Okay. You had a tour called Diamonds and Pearls. Mm-hmm. And you also did the We Got Next Indie Artist Showcase and Panel at Stella Awards Weekend, right? 
Yes, you're correct. <laughs> and one more thing, child. And you have um, your athleisure wear line, Jolie Noir. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot one more. Sorry. <laughs> you also signed a doll deal with Kenya Dolls. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I, I just, uh, I'm attracted to that ambition. I think that that is incredible. I think it's amazing. And something that the Lord has been laying on my heart with the Gospel Underground and all that he's developing in me with this is to get artists to focus on their why, focus on the assignment mm-hmm. that God placed on them. Right, and right. Yes. just looking at all that you do, I feel like you really have a down packed what your why is, what your assignment is, and who God mm-hmm. assigned you to. So I'm going to ask the question, what is mm-hmm. your why? Um, my why is definitely for young women like me, um, but it's also for just people, point blank, period, like me. Mm-hmm. Um, we need also... Every Christian, their why needs to be um, for ministry purposes, you know, to spread the message of Christ. And that's also a by any means necessary type, you know, type thing. Um, We should all be out there, you know, as best as we can, making sure that we're planting seeds and, you know, growing in different areas different markets, all that to be able to get the message of Christ out. A lot of times we think that our why is just to sit in a pew and to wait on Jesus to return. But I've been reading and um, I see where in the scripture it it says that you should be found working when Jesus returns, you know, and um, there's a a set of scriptures in the, um, in the Bible that discuss, uh, the master leaving for a trip, but leaving uh, uh, a set of duties or money. It's, it's two of uh, two um, scriptures that talk about this. That one refers to money, and the other refers to the talent. Yeah. And so they were to do different things with this set of talents. And so when the master returned, um, he expected for all three of them to have done something with the things that he left behind for them to do. And one of them didn't do it. And I'm always paying attention to that. Like, okay, Keandra, what are you doing that God told you to do? Or what are you not doing that pushes you away from doing what God told you to do? You know what I'm saying? And so I, um, I just, I look at that and I pay attention to it. And I always say, God, I don't want for you to come back here and you to be like, you didn't do what I told you to do. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Because the the ultimate, like the the consequence for that, is 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 detrimental. It really is. And somebody <laughs> might see that as harsh and hard, but no, like you have a mandate on your life, and that is to spread the message of God, to spread the message of Christ. And if you're not doing that, then what are you doing? You Amen. know. And so, um, I just I thank God for every opportunity to the doll deal the the clothing line, all these things, um, with both the doll deal and the clothing line, those are specific to young black girls right now in this day and age, a young black girl, a young black woman, we need as much, um, uh, love and, and even attention, validation, Mm -hmm. affirmation, you know, I don't care what, what social media says, validation is your partner. Goodbye. There's so many women who lack 
love and lack that attention that they didn't get from when they were children. If I can give it to you, I'll do it. I sure will. You know what I'm saying? I, I dealt with low self-esteem as a young girl, thinking I wasn't good enough, thinking I was, I was too fat or I wasn't pretty enough. And I'm so thankful to God that my mom was in my life and other people, other women, they were in my life to instill in me the true values of what real beauty is. Yeah, make yourself look good, decked mm-hmm. out all that. But mm-hmm. that inside better be good at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what those efforts are for. And then, of course, you know, my music and, and things like that, just to continue to build the body. And that's what we need, you know? Absolutely. You know, I love the way you articulated it. Um, I find that a lot of artists don't know their why. You know, I hear a lot mm-hmm. of times you ask them, you know, why are you doing music? And they just, they kind of give a little bit of a generic answer. Like, oh, I just want to bring hope to the hopeless and tell people that I love it. <laughs> and not to throw shade at that because that's exactly, right, yeah. What, yeah, that's exactly what our music does. But you, God is a specific God and he's extremely mm-hmm. intentional. You know, when yeah. he told Elijah to go there, he meant go there, go to this place. You know, like, when he says do something, it's not do something kind of like this. It's do this. Right. So yeah. I love when I can speak to an artist and they know exactly what their assignment is and they, they know exactly who their domain is. So right. I wanted to talk a little bit about the doll deal. So like I mm-hmm. said, I'm, I'm still a young lady and I grew up with a Kenya doll. You know, I used to live mm-hmm. for my Kenya doll and just <laughs> about um, how that came about, like, I think, first of all, congratulations, because that's amazing. I don't know any other Thank you. Um, gospel artists who, who got a doll deal. And just talk mm-hmm. about how that uh, coincides with your assignment and just, you know, all that good stuff. Okay. Well, um, I, I was approached by my consultant at that time um, who was working with me. And she asked me if I thought that, you know, this would be something that I would want to take on. And I was like, heck yeah, this is amazing. You know, it's really dope, really awesome. So we sat down, talked about what that looked like. And um, I I thought that, you know, it would look like this, this big, you know, I'm sitting in front of Toys R Us all the time, just signing dolls and all this stuff. <laughs> and it was not meant for that, you know. Um, the deal was definitely for me to uh, do a limited edition doll and I was so grateful that I was able to do that and um it hadn't made it into the stores and um so we just you know continued to you know pray and ask the Lord to you know make something continue on with the whole thing but um the doll situation like the the market for dolls and things like that for toys the toy industry is totally different than you know the music industry mm-hmm. I can easily now because you just can do this easily back in the day but I can easily now write songs go pay somebody to to help me do this in a studio and I have a, a EP or or an album and you know I can just you know put that out there but that is not how this works in the toy industry mm-hmm. so I thank God though for my why because when things don't pan out the way that you want them to, your why is the thing that helps you to continue on. That don't stop me because something didn't pan out the way that I wanted it to or that I felt like it would or even that the contract said that it would pan out that way. That don't stop me. You know what I'm saying? My God-given gift 
reason for getting up and pushing forward is to be an example and to continue to spread the message of Christ. And however I do that, I'm going to do it the best way that I can. And uh, again, my why is to, you know, be that example for young women. And so, um, but the, the privilege though, the beauty of this whole thing is that I, I had this opportunity to come into my hands and I still had a chance to do something with it. You know, I had the doll, mm-hmm. I sold some dolls and I'm grateful for it, you know? And so I'm um, to God be the glory. Just excited about even being able to be the first gospel artist to pay a doll deal. Absolutely. You're yeah. a trailblazer. That's what, that's what I was going to just say. Like you are a trailblazer. I mean, <laughs> way that you wanted it to go or that it was supposed to go but you're a trailblazer and it lets people know that this is is a possibility this can happen yeah so thank you for being the first person to do that and also um i think the doll was very important because it says the 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 message of representation you know you have in your music but then also to hand a little girl a doll you know right brown and pretty and looks like her and looks like you and have that same message um in your songs and in your music i think that is just so so powerful and i think you've done a great job with um being representative you know being the first to thank you thank you so much you're very welcome um and 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 even when i think about like your diamonds and pearls tour um i feel like all those things went together you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> um, I was looking at one of the, I think it was like a highlight reel video of what you guys did on the tour and you worked mm-hmm. with saving our daughters, like all those things. Like I just, oh, it just makes me so happy that you know your why and that you move in it by any means necessary um, wow. because it's just so important. You know, it's funny because I guess God gave me the vision for it. So when I listen to an artist, I can immediately tell what their why is or tell if they don't have it. <laughs> So, oh so, wow! Yeah, I'm listen. It's listen. So when I listened to your music and I saw the things you were doing, I was like, "Oh, this is her why. This is her why." Mm-hmm. I knew exactly what it was. So for you um, to just see you moving forward and and going hard with that is so important. You know, if we don't tell uh-huh. our young girls who they are, um, yeah, as black women, if we don't tell them who they are as women of God. The world has already has. They a bio. are going to tell them. Thank yes. you. Yes, the mm-hmm. world already yes. has a bio laid out for them, saying this is who you are, sis. And if we are not on top, <laughs> God's people, you know, the enemy is going to get them. You know, and he has been getting. Yeah. Them. So I'm just mm-hmm. super passionate about this whole why thing. Like I told you, the Lord. Thank you. <laughs> you know, he's been leaning on me with that, and something that he said to me, which went with something else you said, is. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to build a business at the same time, um, continuing in my music because the yeah. underground is a part of my why. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to do all these things. And so you listen to different voices and trying to get entrepreneurial advice here and there. And the Lord just said to me, you know, focus on the work, Janice. Calm down and focus on the work. And when I went ahead <laughs> and did that, and just really said, okay, Lord, I'm going to just buckle down and just really focus on the assignment, the why that you gave me. I just feel like anxiety has gone away. I just gotten so much more peace. No, it's not super easy, but it's so, so worth it when you just yeah. block out everything else and focus on what God gave you to do. So I, that right. is why I internet stalked you. And that is why I admire you so. <laughs> because you got it down packed, sis. You know, don't let nobody Aww. say nothing. Oh, she doing too much. No, 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 no. You doing what God told you to do. <laughs> no, for real. I just feel very, like, strongly about that. When you know what it is God called you to do, do it with a vengeance. 
And I just feel like you, you are doing that and so much more. Woo. Wow. Thank don't you get so me much. Because I just get emotional. No, I, <laughs> no. <laughs> I appreciate that so much. I really do. And I want to. I just want to make sure, though, that, you know, because I, I never want anybody to think that, so she just, she out here, she's so lit. And the only reason why I am doing any of what I am doing is because of the Lord, you know. And so it's a shame that we have to throw that out there. Like, it should be obvious. Like, I guess I love God and I'm going to continue to give him glory and honor. But, you know, it's so sad when people look at you. And they think that, you know, you're just so focused on yourself because my why as well, it is women's empowerment and, you know, knowing your beauty and your worth and things like that. Sometimes that message can um, get mistaken for being, you know, selfish. Um, it can be mistaken for you being into yourself and all you're about is just you're vain. You're, you just, you don't, you don't want to give no glory to God. And that's so sad to me because as many women out here who think they ugly, ain't worth a bit of nothing when you can take some type of situation or take uh, your your platform or your endeavor whatever it is to inspire a woman or some a person here you know and um, empower them or give them you know a message from the Lord as it relates to your situation and what you dealt with you know, as it relates to whatever they deal with mm -hmm. like you shouldn't nobody should judge a person based off of what they see outwardly like just die, look at it first dissect it first yeah. before you judge it you know and I, I I try my best to make sure that I'm putting messages of Christ out there just even when I'm talking about the whole beauty aspect because I don't want people to think that I'm focused on you know the beauty alone um, but you know it's just some stuff you just can't you know what I'm saying you can't block people from feeling a certain way or saying negative things, you know, yeah. you just got to know within yourself, look, this is, this is my goal. This is what I'm doing. I'm not doing what they're saying I'm doing. <laughs> and you just got to keep on going. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, so. You definitely yeah, I'm sorry. I just wanted to put that out there. It's I'm okay. Sorry. No problem. <laughs> no problem at all. It just reminded me of, um, you know, I just want to encourage you to just continue to lean into God, you know, and the thing that people yeah. don't understand they just either won't understand it or they'll lean into God as well and figure it out. Cause it just reminds yeah, me. Yeah, very true. Yeah. It reminds me of the story of Cornelius and you know, he was leaning into God. He was seeking God. He was not an Israelite. Mm -hmm. He wasn't one of the Jews. So mm -hmm. when they called for Paul to come and preach to him, Paul was hesitant. He was just like, um, Peter, I'm sorry. Peter was hesitant. He was like, <laughs> you know, I got to get the word right now. Um, Peter was hesitant. He was just like, mm -mm, I'm not going. He's, he's not clean. He's not, He's not um, an Israelite. He's not one of God's people, but God had to check him and say, listen, his heart is clean. So go and preach mm -hmm. to him. When he preached to him, he received the Holy Spirit. So, you know, if people don't understand, they don't understand. You know, they'll either yeah. listen to God and figure it out or they just won't understand. So just continue yeah. to lean into God, sis, and let him um, continue to guide you. Because like I said, Amen. your why is prevalent and I was able to see it. So I know somebody else was able to see it as well. So, you know, just being kind. Thank you. So, you're very welcome. Speaking about representation, I want to talk about your athleisure wear. Mm -hmm. um, so if, if, if I'm correct, it is athletic wear mixed with leisure, correct? Yes, very correct. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, and I think, I think that that also um, attributes to 
you representing? You know, I remember, I feel like it was a couple, some years ago, you went through this health journey and you lost a whole bunch of weight. And so it just makes mm-hmm. sense. It, like I said, all of it is just tying together. So talk Amen. to us about this athleisure wear. And I know that you have it with your sister, who's so beautiful and sweet. Um, Thank you. So talk to us about how you girls got that started and what do you want to do with it? And, you know, just what is, what is, what is the aim for the, for the athleisure wear? Okay. Well, um, anybody who, you know, followed us like way back in 2008, 2009, you knew that we started with our first um, effort, which was the Red Glasses Sisters online boutique, yeah. mm-hmm. where we sold, <laughs> we sold um, glasses and different accessories and things like that. And so like entrepreneurship, it's always been the goal. It's just that um, the, I guess the, the break in the connection or or whatever was that um, we just decided that, you know, we didn't want to do the online boutique anymore um, with the, you know, the glasses and things like that. And like sometimes when things aren't really working, you got to, you know, go back to the drawing board and, you know, you don't just give up and just throw it away. You go back to the drawing board and, you know, see what this looks like, that looks like and how it's going to work for you. And what looked good and worked for us was Jolene Noir. We've always decided that, you know, this may not be the thing, Red Glasses Sisters. You know, everybody can't get with Red Glasses Sisters. They ain't got no sister and they ain't got no red glass. <laughs> and so it's all about, like, you know, marketing and, and things like that. So we're always thinking about those types of things. So my sister thought it would be a good idea to rename and rebrand um, the business. And uh, we wanted it to be specific to people who could relate and they can definitely women can relate to women Mm -hmm. and uh with all of the different things going on we need positive messages like Joe Noir which means in French pretty black and um so like it's just to put that message out there to know and understand like you are beautiful dark skin light skin and it's not just about you know our our race and you know our skin tone and things like that but even the color black you know people look at that and you know if you got all black on people think oh she must be like grunge and a devil worshiper <laughs> and all that like but you know so anybody can wear jolie Bois, you know what i'm saying but um you know so we just wanted to make sure though that this message was a positive one that it it's a positive message for black women, although we don't mind, you know, other races wearing the, you know, mm-hmm. the, um, the brand either, but it's definitely for, you know, our sisters. And, um, I'm, I'm really excited. You know, when we first launched, um, the women were purchasing and buying, they're still purchasing and buying, but, um, right now we're also in, um, that stage where we are transitioning because we're about to bring in, newer items and things like that too so i'm sure all this stuff on there right now is like okay well, y'all need to get some new we tired of this so, <laughs> so but yeah so i'm i'm excited though still absolutely i just love your entrepreneurial mind i love how creative you are and just how all Thank of you. it connects together i think it's super amazing um and just super important for artists to take note of you know when you know what god has called mm-hmm. you to do you don't have to just stick with the music the music is the thing yeah that catches people but you know you right. people with everything else that you do you right. know i and, suggest that you not only stick with music exactly yeah 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The music catches people and everything else that you do uh, reinforces the message of the music. So I think that is yeah. so amazing and important. And, you know, I'm trying to do the same thing. I have a little line as well. It's called This Is Church. Okay. And, you know, I, I just think it's super important, especially for gospel artists to do. You know, we are on the battlefield fighting for the Lord. And, you yeah. know, he that one of souls is wise. And so we have to be wise um, in all that we do and make sure that uh, we can take that message that's in our music and put it in other areas of our lives as well, right? Right, yes. Definitely. So speaking of music, let's talk about this fabulous new album that you have, The Heal. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I, I met you in the elevator and I was like, sis, I've been listening to your album all week, honey, at your um, <laughs> listening party here. <laughs> and it's the truth. You know, I just think it's an incredible album from top to bottom. We, we don't have a lot of albums out nowadays that you can just press play and let it go. And I just feel like you're wow. definitely one of those. Um, Thank you, Lord. <laughs> yeah. And it's, just, it's so funny. Maybe it's just where I'm at right now in my life, but so many of the messages and all of your songs were just speaking so loud to me. I remember the first time I heard the wow. first try and I heard the song and I was just like, yes, God, I needed this. Yes. Oh, God, wow. Like a week straight. And then I got the album. Um, and like I said, you know, God was like, Janice, chill out. You're doing too much. And speed racing, speed racing stood out to me. Like, okay, calm down, sis. Focus on the work. Focus on what I told you to do. You know, wow. successful as long as you you put me first. You're never going to be last, yeah. as Janine Dolly said. Right. Um, and my favorite scripture is Romans 8, 35 through 39. So when I heard persuaded, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, this is so amazing. So, um, talk to us really quick about the title of the album, The Heal. How did you come up with that title? Okay. Well, um, my, uh, producer and I, Teddy P. Williams, we wanted this whole album to be basically like a themed album, um, a big album. And so, um, we were trying to sit down and you know, figure out a title for the album. And he was telling me that a lot of artists, they, you know, use like the studio name that they recorded in or the area that they recorded in. And I was like, well, that would be different. You know, um, big albums are usually like mainstream driven. And so um, this would, you know, be something that would kind of put it on that side, not just gospel, but, you know, usually, you know, gospel albums are, um, Joe Blow and the the gospel show choir, or <laughs> we praise you, hallelujah, God, or, you know, come to Jesus, you know, album two, like, I, you know, it's usually something like that. So a lot of secular people, they may not pick it up because of, you know, their beliefs or, you know, well, they don't want to feel judged, you know, they're not at church or because it, 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 it don't matter. Jesus going to be all up and down through my songs, my messages, all of that, you know, scripture in some kind of way, it will be in my message. But that was definitely, there are different things that we use throughout this whole body of work to be able to pull people in that, you know, may not go to church. And so the title, you know, that it really made sense to do that. And um, The Hill, uh, I wanted to name it The Hill because I recorded in an area called Castle Hill here in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. And so um, Travis Green, he already has, 
the heel for one of his albums. Yeah. And so I was like, well, that, you know, that might not be good to do. I really wanted it, but my mom actually was the one who said, no, you ain't going to do that. And so <laughs> we we were in a, she, my, my mom manages me. You, yes, you know that already. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, we, um, we had a meeting and uh, one of the ladies who was working with me at the time, um, Faith Anderson, she suggested that we um, do like a play on words since we needed to change it. And I was like, wow, that's good because it still goes along with my theme, which is, you know, I've been in this industry for years and um, it's the whole body of work, the music, everything. It's just, it represents my climb in this industry as well as me healing in this industry, you know, dealing with so many things, you know, so many yeses that turned into no's and so many, you know, of my expectations not really panning out. Um, but yet I'm still moving forward and God, I'm still healing. And, and God is the one who is creating and, and doing all of this. So it don't matter what don't pan out. It, if, it, if it don't pan out, that means that all things work together. You know what I'm saying? Right. So good, bad, ugly, all of it. It all comes together and works together. And so I'm just, you know, really grateful for um, how everything came together with this. <laughs> Absolutely. I remember at the listening party, you said um, you wanted to name it after your neighborhood, Castle Hill, right? And you said it was kind of a, on the come up. Um, well, it's it's not my neighborhood, but it's definitely the neighborhood okay. that I recorded in. Okay. Yeah, you said that that area was like on the come up. Um, right, so, right. It's a gentrified area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you, you made the switch from the hill to the heel, it also kind of represented your come up. Um, right. And it goes right with what you just said. You know, you've been through ups and downs, yeses and nos. And I just think that that is so, God is so amazing with how he does things. You know, this is your yeah. solo album, Stepping Away from Zael. And, you know, this is your come up. You know, this is your, right. you know, this is your coming out party, you know. And it's just, right. I think that's so dope. God is, God is funny. You know, he be making me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really cool. It made so much sense when I heard it. I was like, oh. Okay, that's what's up. Um, yeah. But yeah, I lo like I said before, I love the album from top to bottom. I Thank think it's you. amazing. Um, and I think you do a really great job at blending the traditional with the contemporary. Um, I had help. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think your voice yields to it, though. You know? So okay. even <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I think your voice yields to it. You have a very jazzy sound sometimes, but then you can go in, honey, and the old things be like, yes. <laughs> So I think that's really, really dope. Um, and the first track on the album, The Water. Oh, that song is so good. Can you talk to us a little bit Thank about you. that song? Yes. Um, actually, I was inspired by um, this track that I heard. And uh, I'm just, I'm not going to say what track it was because <laughs> I would probably be judged. Uh-oh. But, like, <laughs> I was, it was during the time when I was looking for, you know, some music and I was like, you know what, I think I want, like, if it's going to be mainstream, let me, let me, you know, let me listen to this right quick. And, um, I went to YouTube, so it ain't on my playlist, amen. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I heard this one song and I was like, I love like how laid back that is. And it's, it's so like nineties inspired and like, it just gave me this feeling and that's what music does music if you're not careful yes. it gives you these great feelings and so when you start feeling and you're hearing the lyric if it's not the right lyric and not the right spirit on that song that's when we're taking you know what i'm saying Absolutely. and so i'm so grateful that 
this music and and everybody can attest to this. They say this, and I'm thankful for that. That all of this music, it has that feel, but the lyrics they touch the heart, and you know it helps them to to think about things, and it challenges them to you know be better people, to be better Christians. So I'm grateful for that. But I heard um, this track, and and I started you know with my own lyrics, and I was like, I got to live Holy Ghost feel baptized that day me in the water and um you know i just recorded a you know a couple of of verses because i didn't have the whole song at the time and i took it back to my producer and he was like yeah this is dope i like this and uh so he came with his his flair because he is really ted is just an all all around like dope producer like he does uh he did um Kalante uh, Gavin's. Um, oh yeah, this ain't no ordinary uh, oh, that's uh, worship. Yeah, and and so you hear like how different that is from mm-hmm. my album. So like he does it all, but he came in with this song, and it's it's just so bomb how he could give his you know his feel and his idea to like persuade it, and you know to Heavenly Father, and you know to all these songs, and it just I don't know, it just took him to just this different this different place and that's how i know like this is god it's it's him the connection all of that yes. and i just i don't want to get away from from my producer at all <laughs> look that's that's my dog child right there oh listen when you find one that you connect with yeah I, I was talking to my dad about that i said you know it, it is so important that you get a producer that loves your voice loves what god has given you because that connection listen yes it's, it's like <laughs> one other, you know, it's amazing. Right. Right. So I wanted to ask you a little bit about songwriting. I'm a songwriter as well, and I just believe every artist okay. should write. <laughs> so I know that you wrote <laughs> a bit on every song on the album. One song in particular that, um, you know, I told you my favorites, um, uh, Speed Racing and Persuaded, but one song in particular that really just, oh, hits me lyrically is 24 Hours. Uh-huh. Oh, so, Wow. Um, talk to me a little bit about your songwriting process and how you even, how you guys came up with that song. Cause that song, oh, child, it just really makes you think about your own mortality and makes you think, Ooh. you know, I'm here, but I'm only here for a limited amount of time. That time I don't know, but let me do right. what God called me to do. So just talk to me a little bit about writing that song and just your songwriting process in general. Okay. Well, as it relates to my songwriting process, I write from my experiences, um, and I, I think a, a lot of people feel like, because I've seen many people post about this as well, many artists, um, a lot of people feel like, you know, if you can go to uh, the scripture and, you know, you probably should do this. They feel like you should do this. Go to the scripture verbatim and, you know, write from that set of books, scripture versus, you know, what have you. Um, I think that that's good. That's cool. But in order to grab the hearts and the minds of other people, other listeners who don't go to church, I think you should do it in a strategic way. Mm-hmm. Um, like with um, with 24 hours in there, you have the questions, you know, did you treat your neighbor right? Yes. You know, did you have love deep down inside? Like these are statutes and in and principles of the Bible to treat your neighbor better than you do yourself, to love your neighbor 
more, you know, like just as you love yourself. Yeah. That's that's that commandment that you know a lot of us we be missing. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm ready to de- delete you out my life and not like that's still mm-hmm. teaching scripture. You know what I'm saying? Without saying verse, you know, book this and verse that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's the way to be able to pull people people in. Either way, like I said, I write from my experiences and um, I, I just feel like the Lord has blown his 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 breath of of life into the way that I write you know and um again that's just that's just how I write you know hopefully everybody who hears it is is blessed and you know they love it um as it relates to 24 hours uh there was a situation that happened I, I thought it was the pulse um event that happened in um in uh in Florida, I think a couple of years back, but it it wasn't that one. It was this one event, this situation that happened where uh the people were gunned down and they were mm-hmm. asked, um, you know, if, if they loved Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. um, and when they answered yes, that you know they were Christians, then they got you know shot down, mm-hmm. and that's where that that song came from. Um, that has happened so many times throughout. Mm-hmm. You know, the the past 20 years, I know, in high school, I was hearing about that kind of stuff, yeah. you know, going on. And so it's it's situations like that. Like, if I was ever presented with a situation like that, and God forbid any of us are, you know what I'm saying? And, and I, I feel my, my heart goes out to the families who have lost family members who have dealt with that. But if that ever, if that was a situation that happened for me, it's like, Keandra, are you ready to go? You know what I'm saying? Like your answer is going to be, yes, I'm a Christian and I love Jesus. But (laughs) did your life represent that? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that who you are for real, for real? And so um, I just felt like that song needed to be written. And uh, so many people have said that they like that song as well. And I, I hope that people are really challenged to change if they ain't living the life, you know? Absolutely. It is definitely a song that brings conviction. You know, um, every time I hear it, I, I just find myself thinking deep. <laughs> wow. And I'm just like, I'm challenged. But I feel like as gospel artists, that is what we're supposed to do. Um, yeah. And, I, and I, I just appreciate the way that you do it so skillfully. Um, yeah, it's just a song that, you know, makes me like, okay, sis, like, step your game up, level up. Okay. <laughs> you know, have a little more patience, have a little more compassion, you know? Yeah. Yes. So, so, um, yeah, I just really, really appreciate, I'm a songwriter. So I just appreciate some bomb lyrics. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so as a whole, what do you want the album, the heel to do? Like, what do you want it to permeate out into the world? Um, well, definitely, you know, healing. <laughs> but, um, I mean, you know, that's just a little cookie cutter, short <laughs> answer, you know. And yeah. I know you don't like those answers, so. No, we like to get funny. Well, I prayed to the Lord and I asked him that, you know, I asked him if he would bring, um, bring people to him. I asked him if he would, get in all of this music that he would cleanse and purify every part of it that wasn't because sometimes we create and we do things and you know the lord 
ain't in it because, you know, maybe we, we learned something a certain type of way and it didn't line up with scripture, but you know, the Lord has to, you know, turn it around and, you know, restructure that thing. And so I prayed that, you know, anything is in this music that is not like you, like Lord, move it, purify it and cleanse it and do your, do your thing. But mainly I definitely want people to be challenged and to, you know, see themselves in all of this music and, and change. You know, I, I don't think that our music is doing that um, these days. And a lot of people, the consumers, that's the answer right there. We have all these questions of, you know, why isn't the gospel industry moving forward? What's slowing us down? And, you know, why are sales stopping and this and that? And the consumers keep talking. They, that's our money, you know, not to look at them like material possessions, but yeah. that is the money talking right there. And you're not feeding them. They, they want, they want to be challenged. They want to hear Jesus. They want to feel that. And even the world do, even though they say they don't but they want to hear it. So you better make sure the best way that you can to, because like, I feel like in every, in, in every situation, there's a problem. So as a songwriter, especially a gospel songwriter, singer songwriter, yes. you should be able to present the solution and the solution should always be Jesus. And so I definitely wanted to do that. And, um, I just pray that people are challenged to change and to, um, to, to see gospel music in a, in a different way as well. You know, I, I ain't just do, you know, a little different things, um, you know, just to be like, Oh, that sounds good. Or, Oh yeah, she did that. She looked good. Like, okay. Yeah. No, I did. This was all like, like you mentioned intentional. Mm -hmm. And so I'm praying that every intent was seen and that it's recognized and, you know, that people look at it and they're like, okay, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, you did your thing, and girl. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm about to do this. Yeah, I'm about to live right. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I just that's what I want. Yeah. Oh yes, I wish. You I, could... Look, I hope I ain't talk your head off. Oh no, I... <laughs> I wish you could see me because I'm over here waving my hand. I'm trying to be cool because I got this microphone on, but I'm like, yes, I wanted to snap my fingers so bad, but I'm just like, oh, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just feel like you just. I just feel like you just been sitting in my room listening to some of the conversations that I have because <laughs> it is so true. You know, the world may say, oh, we don't want no church. We don't. But the reason why they're saying that is because sometimes the church and gospel artists are not representing of God yeah. well. You know, they, right. they do want to be healed. Anxiety, depression, suicide, all yeah. these things are at an all-time high and they are looking for yeah. the answer. We have the answer. We have to give it to them and stop trying to be like them. So you know what? Listen, yeah. don't get me started because I will go in. <laughs> I love you. You are so bomb. Like, look, what's your what's your Instagram page so I okay. can follow you? Janice, I, honey. Oh, okay, that's now, it. I follow you. Yeah, oh, I follow okay. you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I just love when I can talk to a like-minded person. It's just so yes. amazing. And, you know, I just see and I hear and I feel God moving. Um, and truly, mm -hmm. you know, not to, not to be mean or throw shots, because this is what the gospel underground is here for, but the gospel, gospel music industry needs an overhaul. And that's why we're yeah. here to start that. You know, if I can be a, a, of help, you know, if I can start putting gospel artists in the direction, if I can bring on more artists like you to, to contribute to that message, then that's what I want to wow. do. But we have Amen. to surrender. That's the word I've been hearing. Surrender, surrender, surrender. Yeah. 
And sometimes wow. it's scary to do that because, you know, we want to be cute. We want to be famous, you know. Right. Vicky yeah. Winans is my favorite. And, uh, and all through my life, I just wanted to be beautiful and sing like her. But, you know, <laughs> as, as I grew up, the Lord was like, no, there is more to her. And that the more that I was attracted to in her was the fact that she had a real relationship with Jesus. And at any yeah. cost, she was giving that to people. You know, she would cry. She would, her lip would quiver when she sang, but it was true. <laughs> you know, it was true yeah. on the inside. And as a little girl at 12 years old watching her, you know, I saw the beautiful, the glitz, the glam, but I saw a little deeper. And what I saw was God. And that is yeah. what we have to continue to give the world and to even to give one another, you know, having conversations like this, we have to continue to give God to one another, you know, but we can't yeah. give God if we don't have him ourselves. So, you know, listen, right. stop yeah. right there because I'll be going <laughs> in on a whole missionary moment. Okay. <laughs> but, oh my goodness, I have enjoyed this interview so much. I have too. Thank oh, you. I w- you know, let's go ahead and do the final four questions. These are questions that I ask um, every person that comes on the show. So you just answer them the first thing that pops into your mind. All okay. right. So the first question is, what is a practice of yours that helps keep you motivated and moving forward in ministry? Ah, uh, um, well, 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 can you break it down just a little bit more? Ex- sure. Further explain so I can like really answer. And I'm, sure. I'm sorry. No, 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 it's okay. So like some people, they do a devotional every morning or mm-hmm. they have a study group that they go to every Wednesday or just look good okay. something that you do, just an everyday practice that you do. Um, or even if you meditate on a word, like whatever it is that you do, what is a practice that keeps you motivated? Because I know sometimes it can be really hard um, working in the music industry, not just the gospel industry, but the music industry, period. So what is a practice that you have, um, a practical everyday practice um, to keep you motivated? Oh, I'm sorry. You said practice. Okay. I'm yeah. so sorry. No, it's okay. okay. Well, <laughs> well, um, I, of course, you know, I do my devotional, um, you know, I try to every morning, but the the main thing that I am realizing is, um, and now I was, I, I made reference to, um, social media earlier and how, you know, they be saying stuff and basically you should just ignore it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> this time, <laughs> Um, I, I remember seeing, um, like a lot lately, this one post that says, um, basically in order to stay motivated, sometimes you're not going to always be motivated, but you have to be disciplined. And that's the same thing, even in, in our, our lives as Christians, like you're not going to always be motivated to push forward in, you know, your career and your, your life as a Christian. But you just have to have the discipline. And so it's not always, you know, something that like my devotional is not always the thing that keeps me going and pushing and motivated. Sometimes I got to be like, no, Keandra, you don't feel like it today or you don't feel like, you know, looking back or remembering what it is that you read about in your devotion to combat this situation that you're up against right now, you have to be disciplined. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. You will not always be motivated, but you've got to be disciplined. And discipline comes from God. The only way that you can be disciplined is with his power. And um, the, the way that you have his power is by sticking with him every day, as mm-hmm. best as you possibly can, you know? Absolutely. I love that. I need to work on my discipline. So pray my strength. Girl, okay. girl pray mine too. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> All right. So the next question is, we talked a lot about um, 
your assignment and your why. And we know that what we do in the industry is, is business and ministry. So how would you personally define success? Um, success is, and my, my sister helps me to realize this, success is what you feel like it is. Mm-hmm. Um, success for a lot of people is being booked and busy. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times we are distracted by being booked and busy and, um, God ain't in a lot of the, the booked and busy, you know what I'm saying? And so you got to make sure that you are focused on God to be able to understand what success is and what that looks like for you. Success for other artists. And I see them doing well. And I mean, they, they charting and doing so good. I, I can look at that and say, man, they're successful. I wish that I was like that. But when I read scripture and I, and I focus on my life and my movement, I've had some success too. Mm-hmm. So it would be, it, it, I would be doing God a, a disservice and, and wouldn't be doing him any justice by looking at somebody else's life and saying they're successful. And I wish that I was successful just like Lord Jesus, <laughs> just like them, you know, <laughs> when God has blessed me and he's done great in my life as well. I've had some success too. So success to me is just looking at, you know, what it is that God is doing in my life. And, and if that's like inch by inch, me making it to that place where I'm trying to get to as it relates to my career, my destiny or whatever, then inch by inch, that's my success right there. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Amen. I feel you on that for sure. Okay. Look, so, I was about to get a little emotional because let's look, see. that speed speed racing is me all day. I ain't okay. Like, that is my that is I'm telling you, I wrote that for Keandra. Yeah. When you was just talking, I was thinking about speed racing girls, speed racing. You didn't know it, but you wrote that for Janice too. So I thank you very much. <laughs> for real. Cause it's no joke. You know, you gotta stay focused yeah. on God and, and take it one yeah. step at a time. And you know, yeah. as you accomplish those little things that he told you to do, then you can yeah. feel like, okay, yes, I'm doing what you told me to do. I'm successful. But as yeah. long as we're looking Amen. to the left or to the right, you know, as long as yep. we're preparing ourselves, we are robbing ourselves of joy. So I appreciate yes. that answer. All right. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. So the next question is, what piece of advice would you give an artist on how to prioritize business and ministry? Okay. Um... <sighs> Okay, so this is the thing. I feel like you should understand both the business and you better understand understand your ministry. Yes. <laughs> but at the same time, in order to prioritize it, you got to have people working that that side for you that you really don't don't need to touch. You need to know about it, but you don't need to touch it. Mm-hmm. And that's the business side. Um, I feel like as artists, you need to have people working in those certain places, like, like a manager, get, get a manager, get somebody who understands and, you know, knows how to dissect a contract, who knows how to work a deal, or, um, you know, just who knows how to handle money and handle different things, you know what I'm saying, um, that relate to, to business. But you got to make sure that you're focusing on the ministry and, you know, different things like that. So to be able to separate the two, you've got to And this is me personally. I feel like you've got to give the other, which is the business, to somebody who can deal with it. Know and understand the business 
for yourself. And I don't, I don't know everything at all. So I research, I Google just about everything as it relates <laughs> to, to this industry and how to be a better artist, you know. But I thank God for my mom stepping in as the manager. I thank God that I have a radio rep. I thank God that I have a publicist. You know what I'm saying? Because they are the ones who works. My sister, she's my stylist and my creative director. Mm -hmm. I have a graphics person. You know, that is also the business. Your brand is the business. You know what I'm saying? So you got to make sure that all those things are being worked and not necessarily by you, you know? And if you can't afford those things right now, then you try your best to research and handle those things the way that those particular, like a, a manager or a publicist or somebody, handle your those departments um, or that those areas rather, the way that they would handle until you're able to give that over to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But um, I do definitely feel like they both need to be separated. Um, and that the artist should not always, um, be working in, in both, you know, mm -hmm. you should, the artist to me, and this is, this is my, my spin on it. I feel like the artist should be focused on the, the ministry side, the, the singing side and making sure that those things are correct. And your brand too, like my, who Keandra Lockett is as a brand, those are her ideas. Those are her her ways of structuring and handling things and informing herself into who she is. But I had to give all of that that I created and did to my sister, who is my stylist and my creative director. You see what I'm saying? Like it started with me. It did. But I had to give all that stuff to the people who work it because they take it further than I can, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, that's just confirmation for me, because I remember when I first started singing, I was younger. Um, my father always used to say, you know, learn the business, but also mm -hmm. know how to delegate what you don't know. Amen. Um, to somebody yeah. else that can. Amen. Yeah. yeah. So and it's, it's really important because, you know, we're not just artists. You know, we are God. Yeah ministers so mm -hmm. sometimes the things that you have to do and the, the the time that you have to spend with contracts and dealing with people that can really damper um your 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 outlook on ministering to people you know it can be hard right. working with people in business because business is cutthroat sometimes and that yeah. can really make you feel some type of way like you know i don't want to go out and minister but you have to be available. right uh, to God to always be ready to minister to his people. So I think that that was very, very wise. And I appreciate that answer to know how awesome. to separate first of all, and then delegate um, to the, to the people who do have expertise in that area. So yes. um, I, I just think that's fabulous. And the last thing I wanted to say was, I think it is so beautiful and amazing that you work with your mother and your sister. Um, <laughs> for real, I think that's so bomb, you know, because the music industry is the music industry. There's no difference. Yeah in the gospel music industry and the regular industry. Mm -hmm. I'm um, glad you know. Be, oh, girl, listen, do I know, okay? <laughs> you know, it can be really difficult, and especially as a woman, you know, the music industry is still very primarily run by men, and it can be very, yeah. very hard. Um, and so I just think it's fabulous that it's three beautiful Black women and your family. I just think that's fabulous. <laughs> um, I have Thank my you. dad. Yeah, I have my dad and my fiance working with me. Dad doesn't manage. Oh, wow. Fiance does the finances. So I'm like, Thank oh. you. <laughs> you know, like, that was good. And I know sometimes people frown upon you working with family, but yeah. sometimes family is the one who believes in you and they've watched right. you grow and they've seen God develop you 
right. um, musician, as an artist, as a business person. So I just think that's fabulous. And you girls just continue Thank to do you. the thing. You know, we watch and we Thank cheer you. on, okay? Thank you so much. <laughs> so the last question is really not, okay. not a difficult question. It's what area can myself and the listening audience pray and support you in your music ministry? So what is Aww. your Wow. Um, definitely be praying for my my ministry that um the lord would continue to you know carry it out and i know he's gonna do that but the thing about it is sometimes you know like different things can happen and you know get in the way of his his goal and not saying that he can be blocked or anything but the devil will try it Mm -hmm. he's gonna try it so I definitely want prayer in that area to, you know, continue to push forward. Although he can't touch God's plan at all, but he could try to, you know, impress upon me that, oh, it ain't happening. Oh, this girl, what you're doing, it's not affecting nobody, ain't impacting nobody. You know what I'm saying? So just continue to pray for my mind as it relates to um, all of these things. And so I do have a donate button on my website as well. Amen. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am not mad, sis. Okay. <laughs> I know how it is, okay? <laughs> yes. No, yes. I, I'm just, yeah, I, I just, I appreciate you so much for this. I do. Just the conversation and everything was so beautiful and well needed. Yes, absolutely. Definitely. Likewise, I so enjoyed you. Um, and you're right. You know, the enemy can't stop God's plan for you, but he can cause you to forfeit it. So we're right, definitely yeah. going to be praying for you and praying that the Lord continue to keep you, keep your mind, you know, help you to make wise Thank decisions. You pray over your mom and your sister and just everybody in your camp so i just appreciate you tell mom and sis thank you so much for letting me have you for an hour yes (laughs) i just appreciate you all and i really really appreciate the conversation and just just this girl talk you know it was it was really great and i enjoyed it thank you so much so before i let you go i definitely want to let you give all of your social media handles all of your websites and i will be posting links to um in the show notes so that people can go ahead to your sites and follow you on social media so go ahead and give us your social and all that information okay well if you want to stay updated with me please follow me on all of my social media that's twitter instagram and facebook at keyondra lockett k-e-y-o-n-d-r-a L-O-C-K-E-T-T. Also, if you want to stay updated on where I'll be next, please go to my website. That's www.keyandralocket.com. As well as for the Jolie Noir Appeal, go to joliexnoir.com. That's J-O-L-I-E-X-N-O-I-R-E.com. That's right. Pretty black, honey. I love that. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you again so, so much for joining us here on the Gospel Underground. Yes, ma'am. Everybody, stay focused on Jesus and keep one another in prayer, and we will speak to you soon. Hey, family. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Gospel Underground. To learn more about us, visit us at www.thegospelunderground.co. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at the underscore gospel underground. Don't forget to join us in our community and continue the conversation on Facebook simply by searching the gospel underground community. And last but not least, if you love the show, be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe on iTunes.